This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibas from Inspect It Like a Girl, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and today we welcome back one of our favorite guests, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. Timmy, Timmy's been around here. He's been around, I think, since the first or second show, something like that. So uh, I've been a guest for years. So, uh, But it's February, and we figured... What else has he got to do? I mean, he's an AC guy. Nothing. Right. Deer season's over with. Deer, deer, right. yeah. <laughs> deer, deer season's over with. He, he can get ready to go turkey hunting or something. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, if you wanted, to, if you've got a question about in in uh, if you've got a question about your AC, your heat. And yes, he does know about appliances. Oh boy! Uh, you can call us eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. So, how are you, fellas and ladies? I, I guess I should change that. How are you, folks, doing today? <laughs> I'm good. Very good. Thanks, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. I need Jeff to quit pouring slabs so it'll quit raining. Hey. Right. I, I poured one yesterday. <laughs> you got it in, didn't I you? got the slab in. I was so happy. Okay. Well, I guess the, the rain, it, it's funny because it'll give up for a day or two. and It'll be like a uh, perfect spring April day. Yep. And then the next day it's gone. Well, you know, yeah. I think it's somebody's punishing me because I've got I've got three yards that I need to put in. Right on on three brand new houses, and we get it right to that edge to where we can put the tractor on it. Right, and then it rains. And then it rains. Right, right. and as a bonus, it's going to get cold. Okay, so I have promised this morning. Uh, we we were talking previous to the show about the uh, the tale of the two squirrels. Uh, we uh, we both have myself and Jeff. We both have recent incidents with squirrels with drastically different outcomes based on our decisions. And yes, <laughs> this is a DIY decision that you want to either make or not based on what you hear today. So Jeff, tell me about your squirrel issue. Okay, mine. Um, we were just kind of watching TV upstairs uh-huh. and, you know, in the morning and trying to drink our coffee and all that kind of stuff. And we hear this commotion upstairs sounds like, I mean, in the attic sounds like, you know, half a dozen little kids running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's squirrels. Right. Okay. So I'm laying there and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I said, hmm, I've got some rat poison and I do know if a squirrel or rat were to eat rat poison, the first thing they want to do is go get water. Mm-hmm. So there's no water in the attic. They're going to eat the poison. They're going to go outside. They're going to get the water. They're going to die. Right. Didn't work out that way, did Didn't it? Didn't work out quite <laughs> like I had it planned. So so what happened, Jeff? Well, they did eat the poison. <laughs> uh, first part of the plan was flawless. First part of the plan worked. The second part, they never left the attic. Uh, it's not. It's not good at my house right now. So, so it left you with something. It left you with a smell. Yeah, I've got an aroma. An aroma. An aroma. Yeah. A squirrel. <laughs> and how long do we aroma. expect that aroma to to hang around? Oh, I don't think it's leaving anytime soon. Okay. Okay. Because you don't know how many you killed. <laughs> There was a that, bunch of them. See, there's, there's no more up there now. Mm-hmm. See, there it is. There is the tail. There's the first part of the tail of two squirrels. Here's mm-hmm. mine at my house. So, I think there needs to be a third part because I got a story too. Okay. 
Well, the 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 squirrel at my house, we similar to yours, Jeff. We kind of heard it scratching around up, and and we kind of located. Wait a second, there's a place where. Uh, the soffit's been drilled out, sure. you know, and you can see where they're coming in. So, okay, fine. I'm thinking, okay, now uh, hold your judgment for just a moment. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this like my dad did. Going to go get a pellet gun and and oh, finish fine. this. You well, know, fun, that's what that's what I was going to do. And then I thought, you know, maybe okay. Here's where our paths diverge, Jeff. Maybe that's not a male squirrel at all. Maybe that's a female squirrel up there with sixteen thousand little baby squirrels. Oh, so if I thinking, kill Mama, yeah, now I've got your problem. I've got sixteen yes. little baby squirrels that are going to pass in my attic and stink for the next year. <laughs> right. So I called a uh, exterminator and said, "Come get my squirrel." And no, I'm serious. Guy came out, put a little cage up in front of that hole, left. Two hours later, we call it back, say, squirrel, you got him. And they, they got the squirrel, took him off. It was gone. It was over. That was a happy ending for I everybody. I know. So that tells you right there. Listen. Sometimes DIY is not the place to go. You, I'm going to blow a hole in Jason's story. Uh-oh. Okay. The squirrel's coming back. The squirrel's coming back. It's I wish y'all be... could hear these these chest bumping moments. It's right. Right. <laughs> it's, listen, it's going to be a vicious circle, and you know who's going to win? The squirrel. Uh, no, the guy that's capturing oh, the squirrel. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just well, taking it down. Well, my he took dad, it down the street and, and put it three houses over oh, so yeah. it could find its way back. Daddy was having a problem with skunks coming in, and they were, like, mm. living under the back that porch. That is a problem. Now, that's yeah. a problem. So he would <laughs> hang capture on, them. Hang on, Paul and Olive Branch. We'll get to you in just a second. Go he ahead. He would capture them, and then he would uh, spray paint them orange down the back. <laughs> what? And relocate them so he'd know if that was the one that came back. Are you serious? <laughs> So they were marked for life. Well, I don't mean it's fantastic. Like no, that's good. I just mean it's a great story. Very All right, good let's, story. Yeah, let's go uh, talk to uh, Paul real quick in Olive Branch. He's, uh, he's a contractor with a comment about a past show. What's going on, Paul? Not much. I just called in a couple of weeks ago when you had the show on about, um, I don't want to mention a product without having to mention it, but the bath fitters. Yeah. And you were, and you were talking about, uh, you know, just how good they are and yada, yada, yada and all that. And I just, uh, I caution people um, that it's a lot of times those, those types of products are Band-Aid fix. And I say that mm-hmm. if you don't have a problem with your shower or your walls, if you don't have any crack grout, you don't have any mold, you don't have any of that, then they're not a bad product. Right. But if you're, it's kind of like, an older house that they're tired of painting and they're tired of fixing the, the rotted wood. So a vinyl salesman comes along and says, I can make it pretty and I can put vinyl siding on and you'll never have to take care of it again. But if you don't take care of the underlying problem first, right. all you're doing is putting a Band-Aid on top of it. And I've just remodeled so many bathrooms and taken them apart with um, whether they have tile or they do have these types of bath fitters. And when you pull that apart, the problem underneath is just, it's just multiplied, you know, tenfold. Right. So that's all. I just wanted to make that comment. I appreciate that, Paul. I I wanted to say that on that day, I do remember Jeff is not a fan of doing that. He he was very much uh, opposed to it and going to more of a remodel. The whole, you know, from, you know, 
all the way down. Uh, yeah. and, and I had mentioned it because there was a there was someone here uh, that worked with me here that had used it on two separate re- uh, bathrooms in their home and was was really happy. I, I, I was my thought on that was it is definitely a taste and whether you're planning to do it forever, if you're planning to do it for to, to sell, if you're planning to do it for there's a lot of different reasons to use it. You know, the thing I do like about those companies is the fact that it can be done in a day or two. Um, But when you take your cost factor, I found that that they sometimes are even more expensive than ripping it out and doing it back like it was original is my that's my that's my heartburn with those with those type companies and let me mention too since we're on the topic of rodents Mm. when i had my bathroom redone Uh about 10 years ago i had a total tear out and when we tore it out there was all kinds of rodent nest under the bathtub under the bathtub? Under nice. the bathtub. We're on a conventional nice. foundation. And Not they a lot of just, people in the world that would want to I, hear I that. I remember my little rat terrier used to stare at the bathtub all the time. Well, you know, oh, there's, wow. there's a hole there, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's, it's warm in the... It's warm in the winter. It's cool in the in the summer for them, so it's a great place for them to live. That's nuts. Hey, hey, Paul, thanks. We appreciate the, the uh, comment. I, I think a lot of folks like hearing from contractors when they call in the show and <laughs> what their opinions are. Um, uh, an email that we got in that I wanted to go straight to the heart of our AC Remedies guy here today, Timmy McClendon. Uh, hello, thank you for your informative program. My husband and I bought a refurbished GE dryer approximately three years ago. It's always taken an excessive amount of time to dry a load of laundry, but now when I put in a load of laundry, uh, the automatic sensor seems to be out, and the load just keeps tumbling and tumbling with heat long after it is dry. I guess my question is, is it worth having someone repair it, or should we go ahead and replace it? Thank you so much for your time, Faye. Did they say how old it was? Uh, no, but but she bought it, uh, let's see, refurbished three years ago. Well, um, So she's about, what, midlife of that product? Probably so, even if it's an older one, you know how I am about the older ones. Right. If it's an older one, keep it and keep repair it. it. Yeah. If it's a, a newer one, kind of uh, get ready to throw it out. Throw it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he probably yeah, sells. Uh, he's know, a Pam, man of few words. You've not he? been here before when Timmy's <laughs> no, here, but he's very plain. But I like that. Yes. Okay. Tell it uh, like it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go. Let's go to real quick. Do we want to talk to Lauren real quick? Let's talk to Lauren and Natchez is uh, talking about uh, a bath. Is that what we're talking about, Lauren? Yes, it is. So, I have a one-feet gold acrylic surround tub and shower together. It's one feet. Yep, yep. And I'm ready to take the plunge after hating it for over 30 years <laughs> uh, to get tile. And so I have to remove it. Yep. What's the easiest or the best way to... Uh, Get rid of it. Just take a saw and start no, no way. You just said easier or best. Did you not want to even throw fun in the mix of this at all? Yeah, Lauren, you're, you're fixing to have the best day of your life. Right. <laughs> you're going to take that sawzall and you're going to put some gloves on and some goggles and you're going to cut that thing right in half. Okay. What about how do I know if I'm going to hit a stud in the back? Well, you're going to cut in between the studs. Right, that yeah. saws all stops, and you have to put a lot of pressure on it. It's one going to be a water pipe or something. Well, okay, Ser- seriously, you know, 
the let's make sure there's no wires back there. There's some, you know, d- d- go 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 slow, but but that's the only way to get that tub unit out of there. Yeah, bigger's not better, so don't think a a 16 inch sawzall blade is the way to go. Right, you know, get you a, a small good, good sawzall. Point. Good point. Mm-hmm. That thing will slap you right out no, of the bathroom. No, right, my brother used to love those things. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> so, Lauren, gear up. Um, Safety glasses, gloves. Yeah. Yep, yep. Do us and, a favor. To, uh, snap having, a photo and send it to us. We'd like to see this. Okay. Miss Pam will inspect it for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Right. Get to it very shortly. All right. Game on. Thanks, Good Lauren. Luck. Appreciate it. Oh, oh. And uh, my wife would say, after hearing it on this show, keep some Visine around. Visine? Yeah. No. Is it? No. Afrin. Afrin, Afrin, whatever you call it. The nose stuff, yeah, yeah, that'll stop bleeding. Whenever you're using a saw, keep Afrin around. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that rule's just for me. (laughs) Band-Aid. Let's go to Maggie real quick in Hesburgh. What's going on, Maggie? Hi, yeah, I was calling about, you were talking about the critters up in your attic. Yes, ma'am. They won't come back if you take an old rag and pour some ammonia on it. Uh huh. And put it in your attic. It'll get rid of them in seconds, and they will not come back as long as that smell is up there. Really, yeah. ammonia? Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. And I have heard as long balls as you've been around, too. Jeff. Yeah, as long as you've been around, you can't just, figure that I, one out. I cannot take the smell of mothballs. Really? I, I'll move before the squirrel does. <laughs> So. And the squirrel wins. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. You know, we're gonna we're gonna take another break. We'll be coming back, and we're gonna give uh, a couple of tips here. This is gonna be fun. Talking about some DIY safety. This is gonna be talking about how much fun it is. Gonna be talking about scrapes and bruises and bumps. Anyway, and we want to hear from you. That's right. What's happening at your home? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. I'm Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. If you're enjoying this podcast, try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Jeff Sammons and ASHE certified home inspector Pam Pibus and Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, let's uh, just keep going to the phone real quick before we get into some of our uh, ways to hurt yourself while DIYing. Maggie is on the line about those squirrels. Maggie, you with us? Yes, I sure am. Can you hear me okay? I can. I can hear you fantastic. Well, I'll tell you a real horror story about squirrels. Okay. Um, I had I was living in Caledonia, and I kept getting squirrels in my attic. 
So uh, I called uh, an exterminator to come take care of the squirrels. Well, he didn't want to come, and he said, oh, you have to just put mothballs in your attic. Hang on, put what? Mothballs in your attic? Mothballs okay. in your attic. So I put a couple of boxes of mothballs in my attic. Well, you can smell those things a block away. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Come to find out, they're toxic. Ah. They're toxic? I, I knew I didn't like them. They are. Yes, they are. Oh, my so, gosh. You know what? I used to play with those things in my grandmother's closet. <laughs> Is that what's wrong with you? All the baby boomers grew up with it. Right, That's right. what's wrong with us. So, Maggie, how how'd did you, you deal with that? Well, what I had to do was I had to pull a... <laughs> Uh, fiberglass guy, he had to come take all the fiberglass uh, <laughs> insulation out. out of the attic. This cost me thousands of dollars. Yes, it did. Oh, time. my gosh. They had to re-insulate everything. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I should have kept that exterminator's name. I can't remember who it was. Okay, anyway, so, so. Uh, in the meantime, I still have squirrels. And the mice squirrels were having baby squirrels. And I'm looking, uh, one day I can hear them in the walls and everything like that. And I look up one morning and I have a squirrel staring at me. A squirrel staring at you? Oh, he, he chewed oh, through they, the sheetrock. They, they ate through the uh, sheetrock in right. my house. And they were like, <laughs> oh, my Lord. You have no idea. That is a nightmare scenario sure. for a lot of people for a critter to literally crawl out of the wall. National Lampoon Christmas Vacation Cup. That is, that is. That's what it is. Well, what was that song about the the day the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church? I know what you're talking <laughs> about. It was uh, in the 70s. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, Steve, like a, uh, Ray something. Uh, I know. Somebody, Ray somebody Ray Stevens. Stevens. Somebody. Yeah, that sounds let me, like. Let's let's look up. All right, so let, <laughs> let's look right here, guys. What do uh, what do you think is the most common injury suffered from DIY projects? These are DIY projects, okay? So these are not pros. What is the uh, what is the what's the top injury on the job? Falling off a ladder. Falling off a ladder. I'm gonna say stabbing yourself in the finger with a drill bit because you're trying to get the. The drill and screw. Okay, you guys Ouch. just hit. You guys just hit number one and number two. Get this real quick. Okay? <laughs> All right. Number one, top job injury: skin lacerations from working with knives, saws, nail guns, or other sharp objects. Now, the protector for this is wear thick protective gloves and work boots anytime you're working on with a knife, saw, nail gun, or other sharp object. Here's the issue that with that though, folks. If you're actually doing saw work, um. You're right. It is Ray Stevens, Mississippi Squirrel Revival. <laughs> In the sleepy little town of Pasadena. Right. So, so, but the thing is, when you're working with them, these to get the micro measurements that you have to. A lot of times, you have to use your hands, your fingers, to to feel what's exactly right on these things. the The issue is more pay attention is as much as anything. But uh, because you can't always wear gloves when you're trying to hold a small screw. For your drill, you know, uh, because it just doesn't work. So. so the moral of the story is, is don't text and screw. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look, I got a, I got a good one. All right. 
I was helping a buddy of mine build a house. You know, he was he's framing all the stuff and was trying to build some cabinets. You know, he wanted these weird little cabinets to go on the side of his staircase. Right. So I'm over there cutting these diggum studs out, right? And uh-huh. I got my finger trapped in the end of the saws. All that plunger goes no, in. No, 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 no. So snaps the end of my finger. Broke, right? Ouch. Hurt, don't get me wrong. I was crying almost. Probably was crying. It hurt, right? Yeah. Very week later, I go out there helping him build more stuff. Right. Right. The nail gun quit shooting. My framing gun, right? Uh-huh. I pull it back. Yeah. Old Mr. Lucky here. Pow. In the I, same finger? Same <laughs> finger, man. You still see the knot. I shot a big nice. framing nail right through that yeah. choker, dude. No, that's good. <laughs> cut that one off at the half and start again. Listen, they don't grow back. <laughs> a framer of mine is framing a house, kind of like Timmy's story. He shoots himself in the leg, goes to the hospital. Uh, comes back after lunch and is and is back to work. Hey, wow. Some, some people got like it. I this like it whenever nuts. they nail their hand to a two-by and they yeah. have to cut okay, the two-by off. Okay, we need to off. move on. People yes. can't take it anymore. Let's uh, go to Rita and Biloxi to talk about anything but this. What's going on, Rita? Rita, you still with us? Yes, I am. How are you? Very good. Tell us about this critter issue. This critter stuff well, is good. I, well, in the, case, in the case of rats, Let's say, for example, you got rats in your attic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Rats, <clears throat> rats are nocturnal. They will. They have to. They. They. They don't. There's no food in the attic, so they go out. I had a a situation once where I had rats in the attic, uh, and I I'm totally against uh, using poison because poison doesn't only affect the animal that you're poisoning; it affects uh, even up to endangered species, because hawks and owls and other animals will eat that animal that you've poisoned. Well, aside from that, we learned our lesson earlier in the show with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Killing the critter in the wall is not always yes. the best idea. <laughs> no, no, and that's true, but you're looking at it at a point of like self-preservation rather than right, you know, right. an environmental an environmental disaster that you've created you know um but anyway with with the rats they have to go out so i called a pest control um person and he comes over and he says oh you know you look like a nice lady he says i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you a little a little secret here he says you see that hole right there above where the ridge is he said roundabout like dust Just watch, and you're going to see them coming out of there. He says, when they're all out, make sure they're all out. You take a little piece of diamond lath or something and nail it up there, screw it up there, and he says, you know, they'll come back, but they won't be able to get in anymore. Well, Sure enough, sure enough, like 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm hearing scratch, 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 scratch. A whole bunch of them. I watched them go out there. What must have been like twenty rats. It's like the Lion wow. King. And they came back for three days, and after that, they were gone. Wow. And they never came back. You know. Um, I, so I the, you got to get up at two a.m. Jeff is the deal. <laughs> right. Right. You get on your squirrels. <laughs> Thanks, Rita. We I'm appreciate going up it. With the pellet gun. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Going back to my dad's method. Right. Right. So uh, the remember we were talking about some DIY safety. The other thing you mentioned, Pam, was um, 
was you said the latter. I the said, latter. and did I, I? You know, am I the only one here that reads the obituaries? Probably. I know. I, know. I finally got to that age where I, kinda, I just scanned. I'm not reading them. And there was one this week, and it was a woman who died from falling off her ladder. Off a ladder. Well, yeah. trauma related to falling from a roof or ladder. And we've had people call the show. Uh, back in the day, we used to say, well, yeah, hop up there and you know hammer the shingle back up. We've gotten more now to... Stop going up on your roof. Yeah, well, these roofs are getting well, a lot steeper these days. It's not. It, it's simply not worth it. A very good friend of mine fell off of a roof several years ago, and it didn't kill him, but it, it didn't. It, it damaged his health. And, and and the thing is, he did it because of money. Because he didn't. Right, want it was to, cheaper. He, he right. didn't want to spend the money. And and. and I'm not beating up on him, of course, but I'm right. just saying, unless you do that for a living, don't don't get on your roof. I mean, we're not we're not. We're, first of all, we're not built for that, and if we're not used to it, mm-hmm. you're, you chances are you're going to fall off the roof. Mm-hmm. Well, and 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 even more than that, if you actually go to the section of your home store to see where the safety equipment for roofers is, right, you'll realize how much stuff you don't have. That's right. When you're about to climb up on your that's a good house. point. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, number to call us eight seven seven MPB ring. Let's go to Homer. And uh, what's going on, Homer? Hey, where are you calling from, Homer? Lion, L-I-O-N, right now the clock state. Oh, Lion, okay, yeah. So what's going on today? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I love this show, y'all. Yeah, y'all are funny. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Jeff, if you ever get out of the contract business, you need to go into... Uh, Comedy. Comedy about contractors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be but my second a- gig there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway... You described, I'll ask you about uh, fall coming off. Uh, I had water kind of, uh, water issue under my foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you told me to take a two-by-six, I think. A two-by-four. Two-by-four. and Nail a two-by-six on the end of it. Nail a two-by-six on the end of it, okay. Well, stand your two-by-four up to where you're... Okay. Two inches on the ground, the four inches sticking up towards the sky. Take okay. take a small block out of the two by six, put the two inch on the ground and the six inches going up, put it nail it to the bottom of the two by. You with me? Okay. Now, yeah. now what you've done, you've made something that is level when you have a degree of slope ten foot out from your house. When you put your level on top of that two by four, it reads level. Okay. You follow me? Okay. That gives you six inches of slope, ten foot out from your house, and that is rule of thumb for drainage. So your two by four is ten feet long. Mm-hmm. My two by four okay. is ten okay. feet okay. long. So yeah. My two, and the two by, by six. Four is going towards the house. It's going from the house. From um, the side of the house, um, straight out. Straight out. I yeah. got you. Okay. Yeah. All right, and give you okay. Now it's just a little cheat stick. See, is all it is. Okay, I got you. I see it now. I can see it last week. I understand. I understand. I'm not the uh, best at that. He just pretty much did a uh, a graphical. You know how to build it with his hands I right did. here in front no, of us. Was, I actually got beautiful. what he was doing. You, you got <laughs> but unfortunately, Homer critters, couldn't see. Couldn't it. see. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a critters. Yes. 
uh, I, I would like if somebody is listening who's tried those little ultrasound deals that you could actually put into your attic or around your house. Right. Do, do they, they work? work? Do they work? I don't know. We got to get a, a pest know. control person back in here again. I, I don't well, think they, they. I don't think they work. Yeah. Um, well, okay. and you've got to be careful with those because if you have pets, it will drive them crazy. Uh, I don't oh. have pets. Yeah, if you don't have pets, <laughs> I mean, you could. And, you know, and I hadn't heard anybody talk about. Uh, I solved my rat problem with a cat. Yeah. See, I think that's the, the greatest that's, idea. Open up that's an attic door, son, and get after it. Right? <laughs> that's probably the best thing to do, if we think about it. Yeah. I mean, hey. Get hey, an animal after another animal. I don't have rats anymore. Right. All right, it's time for another break, folks. I love this. Oh, here's the song. I know. We're still looking to hear from you about your home improvement projects. If you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And when we come back, I'm going to talk with Timmy about the R22 coolant phase-out that took place January 1st of this year. So you don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Well, what happened next is hard to tell. Some thought it was heaven, others thought it was hell. But the fact that something was among us was plain to see. As the choir sang, I surrender all. The squirrel run up Harv Newman's coveralls. And Harv leaped to his feet and said, something's got a hold on me. Yeah! The day the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church. In that sleepy little town of Pascagoula. It was a fight for survival. That broke out in revival They were jumping pews and shouting Hallelujah Well, Harv hit the aisles Dancing and screaming Some thought he had religion Others thought he had a demon And Harv thought he had a weed eater Loose in his fruit and blue Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics At the University of Mississippi Medical Center On the original Southern Remedy We answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons and home inspector Pam Pibus. Having a good old time in the background here. And our guest for the day is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or MPB public media app. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Before we go to uh, – we're going to go to Chris real quick. I did want to say we are going to get to that R22 uh, coolant that everybody's talking about that was phased out as of January 1. But let's go to Chris real quick about ants in the walls. you with us, Chris? Hey, yeah, sure. You got ants in the walls? I sure do. I have a uh, addition to the house that was built before I bought it that they um, they used to be a carport, and then it raised the foundation up to the level uh-huh. with the rest of the foundation, so it's kind of sloping in. And I noticed some moisture in the uh, closet. I ripped out the wall, and there, sure enough, there's a big old ant nest in there. Uh, ouch. Um, have you had a, uh exterminator look at it? I have not yet. I was... Uh, 
trying to think there's a home remedy for that. I didn't really want to bring an exterminator out yet. Is it is it a uh, is it a okay? So it's, can you tell what kind of ant it is? Is it a there's a the black one? This so it's a carpenter ant. Yeah, little carpenter ant. They don't bite. But I haven't I haven't tried. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't engaged the ants. Man, you are a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Is, is this all right? Is this on an outside wall? It is. Okay. And is this outside wall? Is there water on the other side of that wall? Uh, there isn't. Um, but it the the ground kind of comes up right flush with the bottom of the foundation, so it may be a little bit over. Might be what your problem is there too. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, normally you've got, if you've got a moisture issue, you're going to have an insect issue. That's right. And so you've got to kind of tackle that before you do the other, because you could actually call an exterminator and they could come in and kill them if you don't take care of that moisture issue. Because if it's a subterranean ant or termite, they're coming up under the ground. That's right. Yeah, and and that's a good point, Pam. Um, Chris, remember... A termite needs two things. Even though you have ants right now, you may also have termites. Termites need two things. One is water and one is food. So I, I think it's time to call the exterminator. Um, I would I would look at the other side of that wall and see what's there. It it almost You can almost always, if you've got ants in the wall, that I have found. I'm sure an exterminator can say otherwise, but you can almost always find water yeah. if you're if you're working with the outside wall sinks. So yeah, yeah and you've got to yeah. be careful about what people will do. What we see a lot of is they'll come in with their landscaping mulch and put it right up against the house. Right. And so and what Turning I did at my home, and I I tell them to do this all the time. If you'll come out about 18 inches, dig down about two or three inches, and then fill it in with some type of a gravel, gravel or, or great. I mm-hmm. use slag. Yeah. yeah, for better. It's, and, it's a great idea, and and you know, make it make it wide enough where you can walk on it, mm-hmm. and then then you could do your own exterminating at that point. Get your little stuff at the hardware store and spray your house. You know, once right. every couple months. So it. it All right. But it sounds like you've got a situation that's moved beyond a DIY. Mm-hmm. I agree with Jeff. You need to call somebody. Yeah, Chris. All sorry right. about that, man. I was but looking. It is. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all. Thanks a lot. Keep going. All right, um, let's keep moving. What what's next, Java? Who who are we going to next? Um, honestly, let's let's talk to Timmy a little bit about the R twenty twenty the R twenty two phase out because um, well, this is the Critter Show. That, that, that is, you're right. It has turned into the Critter Show it's the critter weirdly. Show. So, so give me a license to be a Critter man. Right. We did bring in an AC guy for the Critter Show, so this all works out <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so. There, there was a story, and we talked about it earlier last year. And uh, and there were some folks out there kind of using this as a scare tactic. I saw some commercials last year. If you don't get your air condition changed right now, it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands tomorrow. So, anyway, what's going on with R twenty? What is R twenty two coolant, and what? Why should I care? R twenty two coolant is nothing but it's a chlorine based coolant, you know, a freon. That's the reason why they're getting rid of it because it's got chlorine in it. Chlorine's was you know messed up our ozone, eating it away. Okay, that's why we're getting sunburns now. And you right, know, on and on and on. You guys, EPA about it, they'll tell you all day long. Right, but so that's the reason why they're getting rid of it. Okay, um, there are people out there that's putting commercials on talking about the R twenty two house phasing out, uh-huh. and you know if you you need to change it now, you know it was a scare tactic. Don't get me wrong, and God right. forbid anybody of them get mad at me for saying that. You right. Know, 
know, but that is a scary tactic. Um, there are refrigerants out there that you can use. You can't drop them in on top of the R22. You have to pull all the refrigerant out of the system uh-huh. and use these replacement refrigerants. You got 422D, um, uh, MO99. I mean, the list goes on. It's got right. tons of 421A. I mean, you just keep on going. Anyways, so if I got, so if I got my air conditioner, say. Five to ten years ago, should I be freaking out right now? No, no. I mean, just say, I mean, like if you just say your coil blows out, something like that. Uh huh. Um, you can go in there and put a new four ten coil in there, a four ten ready coil, you know. But you have to change the metering device to match the R twenty two pressures. If since R twenty two is gone, they still got plenty of it in stock. It's just high as a kite, you know. So, so you can't sell it. They don't. I mean, it's they there. Can't you can't manufacture it. Right. That's what so I mean. once that last drum is gone, it is gone. It's gone. You know? So then you'll have to use 422 if you can't afford a new system. I mean, the government didn't just say, hey, we don't care about y'all. You might get a new system. Right. They did. I don't know if they come up with I'm sure they had them out there. But, you know, the, now they're starting to introduce these replacement refrigerants we can use. It doesn't right. have chlorine in it. So it still works just the same. There's no difference in it. The pressure's run a little bit different. So you got to know what you're looking at when you're looking at your gauge. Okay. So we don't have to freak out. Nah. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just so call and, me. And the, air, <laughs> and the air conditioners that we bought five years ago that were using R22, mm-hmm. if we just happen to have one of those. Right. Uh, we don't have to toss them out today. Right. And, okay. Well, that the compressor... only reason you would need to do it is if, if you have a problem because it's a closed system. Mm-hmm. So if it starts leaking or you've got a problem, then you might have to switch it out, right? Right. Well, I mean, you know, as far as like, you can fix what the problem is, if your indoor coil is leaking, you can fix the indoor coil. Outdoor coil leaking, they can get you a new outdoor coil for that, sy- that system. If a compressor goes out and it's still got the old mineral oil in it, most of the ones you buy now are going to have POE oil in it, which is set up for the 14. Um, you can still use that, but you have to flush that system out. You got to like a couple of mechanics yeah. to you guys, yeah. right? Um, I will. It, it's a, it's it's fascinating. But the biggest question is is can a standard homemaker or a homeowner um, kind of make a decision based on this when the air conditioned person is at their house? As long as as long as that air conditioned person gives them options, it doesn't say you have to do this. Everybody needs to understand there's always options. You know, I mean, just because you got a leaking coil doesn't mean you got to replace the whole system. Now, if that outdoor unit is 15 years old, you know, and it looks like just hammered junk. It's been beat up, yeah. Probably time to do it, but uh-huh. the decision is ultimately yours. I'm going to give you an option. I can replace your coal, and then you know, a year, two days, whatever right. your outdoor unit goes out. I'm sorry, right? But I gave you that option. Well, let me let me ask this: uh, in in decision making, the guy comes to my house, the person comes to my house to fix my air conditioner. I don't know what's broke. Um, I know when I bought the house. I know when the air conditioning unit is uh, how old it is. So, and you might not tell me that day, but honestly, from you, how long should an air conditioned system last? I'm going to tell you this. <clears throat> They'll give you a 10-year part warranty on a brand new one, so it should at least last that long with minor repairs. If you installed it correctly, the thing ought to get 15 years. Okay. Know? Okay. So, the, the reason why I'm asking is it because if, 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 in, say, my previous example, if my air condition is, say, 12 years old and I'm trying to make a decision of whether to go with the uh, fixing up the R22 or getting a new unit. Right. Um, if it's 12 years old, then maybe you should consider the new unit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you like this right here. If you got a leak, you know it's leaking Freon, and uh-huh. it's also leaking oil. 
right. not the, the oil travels with the Freon. So if you go out there and do one of them gas and goes every single year, uh-huh. every time you're doing that, oil is leaking out of that compressor. Right. You're getting less oil. Well, you know you run your car low on oil, what's it going to do? Right. It's going to burn up. So you got to think about, you know, that situation. you got to think about who you're getting out there because a lot of them, man, if they're not bleeding their hoses before they shoot Freon in there and they're mm-hmm. shooting a line full of air in it, that's going to make it tear up even worse or quicker. You know, so, I mean, using somebody that you trust, you know, that does you a good job is one thing. Using just any Joe Blow down the road that just comes out there, yeah, I'll throw some Freon in there for you. You know, that's not good. Right. You know, I mean, they probably don't know what they're doing. They just know how to open the gauge up, score some Freon there until the line gets cold. I know? love what Timmy says about options. Mm. You want to be able to have to be, to make a decision because what might be good for you may not be good for me. That's right. That's right. And Jason may be able to afford a ten thousand dollars system. Right. You know? Right. I may right. be able to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got that option for you, baby. <laughs> All right. You know, it's time for our uh, last break of the hour. You still got time to get your home improvement question answered this morning. Just call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit one hundred one at MPB online.org. We'll be right back. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from and from uh, Home. <laughs> wow, <laughs> there's too many names today. From Houseworks, I just went to work for Shane. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, home ins- so... <laughs> and ha- home inspector. I, want <laughs> I, I I need to learn to reread. Uh, home inspector Pam Pivas and Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. And uh, you can always send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Real quick, let's go to Timothy in Louisiana. Uh, living off the grid, for some reason, also wants to talk to the AC guy. How you doing, Timothy? Well, how about yourself? Very good, sir. Very good. A quick one. Um, on these air con- exterior air conditioners, you know, uh-huh. um, uh, I wonder, I see these uh, misting systems advertised that put a mist on it, and they're supposed to cool it down better. Really? And I'd like your AC guy's opinion on that. Uh, this it's like a fan with a mister on it. It's yeah, a, yeah, I've seen right. them. I've seen them too. They got them like at the you know ball game. And right, my right. My dad, my dad had one of these things, and I'll tell you, I mean, it does make it cool because you got to think whenever that water hits your skin, it evaporates, and that's what gets you that cooling sensation. But whenever you do that, you're also making it nine million percent humidity in whatever you're trying to cool off. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think Timothy's talking about the mister on your condensing unit. Aren't you? That's right. That's oh, right. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, now, I don't have a whole lot in that one. I ain't gonna lie, but it's a, it's a creative idea. So you're, you're trying to the cool the, the yeah. you're cooling it, down. You're cooling it down quicker, but you can cool it down too fast, and it gets your head pressure down too low, and ah. it makes your suction pressure go down low, which can freeze mm. your unit up. So putting it in there, don't get me wrong, it's going to help you know cool it down better but it's all it's going to help drop the amp draw of that compressor because you're keeping the compressor cool and the hot the, 
the hotter that compressor gets, the more amps it's going to pull. So it's a good creative idea, but it would be one of those things that I would like to see one in action and go over and put my gauges on there to see what it actually fluctuated the, the, the pressures. Wow. So, But, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard of them, you know. I've even yeah, heard of I, the little... I've seen them, and, and remember – Timmy, and you can you can you can fill me in on this. the The principle behind the air conditioner is not blowing cold air inside your house; it's removing the hot air, right. getting the hot air out, which which goes through the coils to cool the coils off. It's a heat it should so. make it more efficient. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It should. It's going to make it more energy efficient. But I would want to see what the pressures did. Cause if yeah. the pressures get too low, then it's not going to have any. You know how long it took me to understand you're removing heat, you're not cooling the right. house off. I mean, right. even me right. going through all the school and the junk, and they kept on saying removing heat, removing. I'm like, right. I could go what are you talking blow some cold air. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, it it makes air conditioning. If you'll think about it that way, it makes everything make sense. Just because you set your thermostat lower. It doesn't blow any colder. <laughs> right. It just runs it longer. Just goes longer. You just have to. I mean, it's in the name. But my air car con- does. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's in the name, air conditioner. It doesn't say cold air blower. It's right. Not or heat remover. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is air conditioner. Right. Right. So, Timmy, right. if I was going to do a misting, uh, if I wanted to try that, the solution would be to have someone like you come in and check it. I would. Okay. I would just to say, I mean, I curious. I'd probably even come out not to lose in. I'm sorry, buddy, but I would come out me. there just to see, just to see it, just to see it work. Yeah, right. just to see what it did. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even charge a dime just to see. Uh, it. Are you right, discriminating well, against Louisiana? What's no, problem? I'm just telling this along. <laughs> hey, we're going on a fishing trip down there in Venice, not too long from now. So we are. Hey, stop by Timothy's oh, joint. We are. Yeah, yeah, I forgot you work for Home Remedies now. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. All right, all right. Let's go to Patricia in Walnut. What's going on, Patricia? Hey. I'm- not much. I, I was calling about the guy that had the question on the um, squealers for the mice that you plug in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the ultrasound things, yeah. Right, right. I've used them a couple of times, but I don't have any pets. And I used them in the basement of my diesel pusher. And uh-huh. it got rid of the mice in there. And we had chipmunks in the walls of one of the cabins at a resort that we managed. And that's how we finally got rid of the chipmunk. Really? I plugged those in, one in every room in the cabin, and they cool. left that yeah. day. That is fantastic. And uh, chipmunks, a lot of people think, because if you've actually ever seen a chipmunk, they're like the cutest animal ever. <laughs> the problem is, is that they're also quite crafty. Yeah. And um, very destructive. Yes, yes. I want to know: Does this thing work on kids? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I'm gonna have DHS It'd be worth in more than twenty five ninety five for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, let's let's go uh, to Beth and Mobile. What's going on, Beth? Hi, um, I can relate this to an air conditioner, and it has to do with critters. Um, oh. I, I had a family uh, next to me that was um, having, they were doing yard chickens. And they tended to go out of town a lot and would spread out extra feed. Well, that meant that there were rats all over my neighborhood. Uh-huh. And I must have turned one day into my driveway and seen about 30 rats. Oh. I don't know whether that's what I heard or what. That's a bad like day. That's a 5.56 five, moment. And <laughs> I started to hear them upstairs in my house. Um, so I did a lot of research because I didn't want to use poison. I didn't want them dying in the walls. And I heard about using 
peppermint essential oil. Okay. Um, not not peppermint extract, but peppermint essential oil. Okay. Um, I put it on cotton. I got put on cotton balls. I did it, dilute it in some water, and I sprayed it around my attic. Went downstairs, and about fifteen minutes later. I think there must have been a hundred rats up there. I mean, you could just hear the wow. pitter patter of them leaving. No um, way, they're lining but, up, and, man. And, and, I and it smelled like this. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, no, okay. and that's the other thing. Less, uh, you know, more is not more. Um, right, I right. To, I put it on my air conditioner filter, uh-huh. and my eyes burned for a month, <laughs> and it smelled like Christmas. Uh, right. Don't it's kind of do like that. that Dumb and Dumber when he had no right. uh, perfume, so he took but, the old pine tree right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have had. Tons of people use the peppermint oil, but it has to be the real oil, not extract. Okay. And they do not like it. it I guess it burns their eyes just like it burns ours. You just need to be careful around pets. Okay. Hey, that's great. So, Thank and, you. And I waited his air conditioning. There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's a better idea than mine. Yeah. 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 Uh, poor Jeff. Right. <laughs> He's just poor, getting poor beat Jeff. down today. Right. Poor Jeff's wife. Let's talk to uh, yeah. Let's talk to Renee and uh, Olive Branch. What's going on, Renee? Hi. How are you? Very good. So you've got an idea. Yes, my husband has a large garage, and where we live in our yard alone, we have like twenty mature oaks. So the yep. acorns are prevalent. Right. The woods behind us, all around us, so squirrels, flying squirrels, chipmunks. We had them all. Right. They got in my husband's garage. Ate the lining and the seats inside his classic Mustang. Oh. He tried. Mm. He tried poisons, me. and I begged him not to. I'm organic. I wasn't for that. Uh-huh. A girlfriend of mine gave me a great tip. They used lavender scented dryer sheets in their RV, and for some reason, squirrels apparently don't like it. Okay. Thank you so much, Renee. We appreciate it and all of the information we've learned today. Fix It 101's production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pivas and Jeff Sammons and our guest, Timmy McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101, only on MPB Think Radio. They were jumping pews and shouting, hallelujah. Well, Harv hit the aisles dancing and screaming. Some thought he had religion, others thought he had a demon. And Harv thought he had a weed eater loose in his fruit of the blooms. He fell to his knees to plead and beg, and the squirrel ran out of his bridge's leg. Under-